This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. The galaxies we hear, the we've Slow down, I can see you're so sincere. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tell Me This, a podcast about belonging, building communities, and cultivating connections and authentic spaces for listening, learning, and leaning into our experiences. I'm your co-host, Brianne Roos, here with our second short this month. As you'll hear, I'm kind of riffing off of Carrie Short from last week, where she taught us a lot about presence. Just a reminder to please take a moment to give us a rating wherever you listen to us. And I wanted to give a special shout out to any of my students who might be listening, because I shared some of the thoughts that I'll share with you today with them on our last day of class. So here we are in the third week of December. Uh, It is the week before Christmas. And I vividly remember sitting beside our newly erected above ground pool in August a COVID purchase that was our saving grace for the summer. I had one eye on swimming kids and the other on my laptop, trying to plan what would be the most challenging semester of my 13 years teaching. I just did not envision it this way. I finished my doctoral work in May of 2020, and from the time I started the program in 2017, my family and friends and colleagues and classmates talked about 2020 as our goal. We were going to Disney World, and actually by the time the program was over, we had talked ourselves into two Disney trips, one with friends and the other with family. The summer of 2020 would be relaxing, and the fall of 2020 would be a breath of fresh air as I could focus on teaching without being a student myself, at least in the formal sense. I remember struggling as I sat by the pool. Clearly, 2020 turned out differently than we expected, and I couldn't wrap my head around what a fully online semester would look like for my students and me. The irony was that I had just finished an online doctoral program, but I signed up for that. I knew what I was getting into. My students signed up for a campus-based living and learning experience that is rich with small face-to-face classes, chats in the hallways, meetings during office hours, and their busy lives in the dorms and around campus. What would it look like to teach and learn from our respective homes? I think the answer lies in Carrie's message from last week's short episode. Carrie talked a lot about presence and challenged us to kind of a mutuality of presence where our bodies and minds are in the same place. Here's the funny thing. When I listened to Carrie Short before it aired, it was sometime around 11 p.m. and I was simultaneously listening to the episode, folding laundry and texting with a family member about Christmas gifts. I kept having to go back up the podcast to hear what she was saying and my mind and my body were certainly not in sync. Truthfully, I was just exhausted. When I finished the laundry, I sat down, turned my phone over so that I couldn't see the messages coming in, looked at Christmas lights in front of me, 
and listened and reflected on the idea of presence during the fall semester. When was I the most present? When did I feel disconnected? In class, I felt the most present when the students and I connected, and that happened when they were unmuted. When we checked in at the beginning of each class on the chat and they unmuted and shared something funny or real or hard, and we had unscripted and authentic conversation. And when students had so much to say that they inadvertently interrupted one another to ask a question or contribute to a conversation about a topic in class, those were the best days. And they were also the moments when I forgot that I was teaching from my house because we were present together. I felt present when the class was not a monologue, but a mutual effort to learn together. The same thing happened in office hours. So just the other day, I was meeting with a student who had a lot on her mind. She has really ambitious academic plans. She has a mental health diagnosis that she's ashamed of, and she says it's taboo in her family. She's not sure if she can see herself practicing in our field, and she doesn't know what she's good at or what she wants. We unpacked a few of those things together, trying to tease out her strengths and interests, and we talked about imposter syndrome and how it has a way of hiding her truths. Frankly, I don't remember if my dog barked or if the mailman came during our conversation. It didn't matter that we were Zooming because we were really both present. So when did I feel less present and more disconnected? On the days when I was focused more on the content and our schedule than on the people in front of me. When I was determined to get through class material, when the students seemed kind of meh, as we say, and I didn't stop to ask why. Those days felt like putting a check in a box. And to borrow from Brene Brown, I think the reason is that I was too tired to be vulnerable and to invite students to share, too spent to go there. So my default was to armor up. And my armor is my old standby of precision, attention to detail, and organization. Those things are good, I think, but standing alone, they're not good enough because they give me a way to teach with less presence. I am preparing this reflection two hours before the beginning of my very last class of the semester. I am almost there. We collectively are almost there. And I'm thinking about the question I asked myself in August. What would it look like to teach and learn from our respective homes? Well, it looked different. <laughs> we saw dogs, sometimes so big that they obscured the students themselves. Cats walked across keyboards. We saw family members and children who were being cared for by the same students who were in class. We saw apartment lobbies, childhood bedrooms, kitchen tables, and outdoor patios. And it also looked the same. The class I will teach later this morning is a familiar one. I've taught these students in three major courses, which has been my privilege. I know their faces and many of their stories. But this semester, I thought about them more deeply. These students are people who are navigating life through COVID. They have families and friends, big worries, and lots of stress about their next steps. And they taught me a lot. In fact, I've never learned more about teaching than in this semester. And my students were the best teachers. They kindly pointed out when there were holes in my armor, when I missed points on a quiz or when due dates didn't align. I hate those kinds of mistakes, but they happened this fall because I too am a person with family and friends big worries, and lots of stress about my own next steps. I tried to give myself the same grace I offer to my students, finding that sweet spot of maintaining high standards and also understanding when we need reminders and when we make mistakes. 
that is owning and sharing our vulnerability. Somehow this December feels like a bigger win than usual, like a victory that we made it to exam week. We are missing the holiday campus buzz with the beautiful lights and wreaths on the lampposts and buildings and candy canes and peppermint lattes, those telltale tangible sides of our impending celebrations. But I, and I hope we, conclude with a deep sense of connection and belonging to one another because we know what it means to be truly present together, not on our campus, not in our classrooms, but as people who come together with the goal of learning from one another. I think we accomplished our goal because if COVID has taught us anything, it's that social distance is brutal and we need one another. So I leave you with the same challenge that Carrie shared with us last week, to stop folding laundry and texting and podcasting at the same time, to slow down for a moment and to connect, to find the energy and courage to be present. Slow down gravity, so sincere. Um. to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.